0: This is One Hate Minute.
1: Drop of a hat, these guys will rock and roll. What's your name? Wayne Grove.
2: look like gang bangers, working the local 7-Eleven Robbery, homicides, take it.
1: Give me all you got! This and- Give me all you got! I do what I do best. Takes you do what
0: you do best. to stop guys like you. A podcast dedicated to all 170 minutes of Michael Mann's LA crime opus, Heat, one minute at a time. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to One Heat Minute. I'm your host, Blake Howard, and I've done something that's probably ill-advised. Uh, to be honest, I've brought, as Joe Lynch calls, the three drunken madmen back together for, well, one of the most hilarious uh, minutes of the entire crime epic. Heat from 1995, Michael Mann's masterpiece. Um, Joe Lynch called it His Citizen Kane, and I'm stealing that. It's my Citizen Kane. I have from right uh, we're going to go anti-clockwise around the table at the moment I have to my right Mr Garth Franklin from darkhorizons.com at darkhorizons on Twitter say hello sir hello sir (laughs) I have Mr Luke Buckmaster the voice of the Australian culture uh, and television and cinema on Guardian and also flicks.com and daily review say hello Mr Luke Buckmaster
1: yeah hello you say hilarious I say fantastic <laughs> with regards to this scene
0: it is number one it is absolutely fantastic every scene in this film is but this is particularly fantastic and finally I have the biggest leg on the tripod of the Cinephiles podcast right. Mr. Stu Cute self-professed Mr. <laughs> Stu Cute hello
2: I'm, I'm prepared I'm happy to provide photos <laughs> upon request I don't even want to ask how I've already filed through
0: with <laughs> I've <laughs> We do have... uh, Debbie from Legal. We do have... uh, (laughs) We're lovingly called Debbie from Legal monitoring this podcast because it could go anywhere. It's a late night recording of One Heat Minute and we are at the 79th minute of Michael Mann's Crime Saga Heat and it is quite an infamous scene. We've seen Drucker, Casals and Vincent Hanna haul into what looks like just sort of a bit of a random factory at the beginning of this scene bungling in... Hank Azaria, voice of Mo from The Simpsons, into a room. His character is a guy by the name of Alan Marciano and he is brought into the room and threatened uh, with being incarcerated or give up his girlfriend. We now find out that this is the guy who has been cheating uh, with Charlene Chihilis and they're trying to use him as another lever to get into Neil McCallie's crew. And it's a an amazing piece of intimidation. Um, we've just heard him say that he's going to be incarcerated for importing uh, cigarettes across the border in Newark um, unless you come to work for us, which is where we begin this minute. So if you are on the original version, the Warner Brothers release of Heat, um, you are at one hour and 18 minutes. Um, not the definitive edition. that will be slightly different. Um, but uh, if you're on the original Warner Brothers DVD or Blu-ray, you are with us. Listen along. God's laughing at me. I'm Sorry. being specific. No, I'm laughing at Debbie from Legal. Oh, Debbie from Legal's <laughs> behind me. Impressive. Oh, God. Um, so, have a listen, and then we're going to come back and unpack it. I'm surprised this episode hasn't been pulped.
1: Before <laughs> <laughs> oh, you go to work for
2: us, cut and dried, that is it. Oh, shit. Charlene Scheherlis. Who? Who?
0: Who? you you fucking owl?
1: The lady you've been talking dirty to on the telephone every day last week.
0: Yeah, all right. You know what? You can't tie me to her. Yeah, well, who
2: needs to? Because your ass is on a plane back to New Jersey, Jag-Off. Oh, man. I just... why want to get mixed up with that bitch? Here, she got a great ass! And you got your head all the way up it! Jesus. When I think of asses, woman's ass, Something comes out of me.
1: So? So? No big thing. All I want
2: is her husband and his whole fucking crew. Now you're gonna work with Sergeant Trucker here.
1: It's entertaining, completely entertaining how Al Pacino walks around in this film as in, he's like, he's in the worst mood of his life. <laughs> and not only is he in a really bad mood, he's ready to argue and he's ready to explode and he's this lit fuse that he's ready to shout at you. And the scariest thing possibly in life or in existence is crossing the road and have Al Pacino Full come fly. the other way <laughs> and, and yell something at him right in the middle of the crossings <laughs> unless, unless it's sent of a woman and he's hooah uh, hooah and in that case he's blind and he's just trying to cross the street and that's obviously fair enough but <coughs> in this sort of situation and he's talking about having a great ass you know it's terrifying it's frightening this I
2: is love- the closest he goes to a parody of himself
0: in this movie. Like, this is going... He's swinging So we talk fence. about, like, this entire movie is obviously about Michael... Uh, entire podcast about Michael Mann's heat. And the entire film, Michael Mann's imprint is all over it. Just structure and organisation and things like that. And, and you wonder, with such a controlled and meticulous director, how much is going to be improvised? And what's great is that in the performances of De Niro and Pacino, you see improvisation littered through this. And this is one of those scenes where they were doing the scene. It is a bit of a... It is one of the more if I had to say a, a sort of boring exposition-y scene, like, you mm. kind of need to know that they're going to manipulate Marciano here only for what's going to be paid off later in the film, that it wasn't working, it wasn't flying, it wasn't driving, it didn't have the excitement. And even when it starts, you see here, like, I think it's like, um, you know, sort of one hour, 18 minutes and a couple of seconds, you see that Pacino is grabbing Hank Azaria's tie. Like, yeah. he's, he's, he's yeah. already starting with the intimidation. You're viewing him from a serious perspective looking over the shoulder and it's not working the famous story is that great ass line is not in the film like it's it's not it's not in the script rather it's not there it's Mm. that the scene wasn't working he didn't know like they didn't know what to do he's saying ad libbed ad libbed but she got really? to get into Azaria's face and say, great ass! And the look, which is well, Azari, absolutely Azaria is like, what do you want me to do with that? <laughs> it literally leaves me. He's like, uh, nowhere no to what, go. Yeah. What do you want me to say, dude? <laughs> so it's it's one of the more famous and definitely confirmed improvised scenes that Pacino just wow, th- threw it out. Yeah, it was, who yeah. who are
2: you? A fucking owl? Yes, is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Like yeah. that yeah. just
0: totally belittles him. And
2: <laughs> even like the height standing over someone like that, yeah. he's got all the power. He's stuck in a little deck chair. Yeah, that's like <laughs> and,
0: and you like <laughs> lo- and like Hank Azari has got that great quality of being sort of a smarmy git. So here yeah. he's like who who, and he's shrugging his shoulders. It's so great that he just gets mocked. And even that, I love the moving in yeah, like, the, with the yeah, shoulders yeah, yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah. In, like, You're fucking like, out and 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 what's great is and this is what I love about this scene every little detail watch how many times Paul Wes Studi is in the background trying his darndest not to absolutely shit himself laughing like well, look <laughs> at this what are fucking out, and he looks down see it cuts away really quickly because he's going to and cack himself and he's
2: one of probably the most stoic men yes in yeah. this film yeah
0: and look he Well
1: he, you say cack himself, I say he's probably petrified. <laughs> no Listen, no That's almost a smile. I know we have I know we well, have there's, there's been smile. no evidence <laughs> so far of any smile in any scene. Uh, like you've done God knows how many episodes by now. Have you ever <laughs> had any definite evidence of any smile by any actor in any scene? Hundred percent. In, in any minute. Absolutely. You can you name the minute? Yes, right. can I in name it?
0: I'll name it. Venora smoking in bed. Venora smoking in bed, there's a smile which would have been there in was, minutes four and five. There was De
2: Niro sm- smiling in the kitchen. Okay. Was on the phone too. Yeah. Okay, so you've categorically proved me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. In one foul <laughs> <laughs> Well played. I'm, I'm not
1: convinced about Al Pacino.
2: I've seen I've seen you playing convinced smiling one...
1: De Niro no, before. Not... <laughs> and so I'm not convinced. But I'm 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 I love here. One hey, hour, we've 18... had this conversation about the smile before we're not joking
0: we're going to go past the smile okay, right, okay. Fine. one hour 18 minutes 14 yes, seconds yes. the look on Hank Azaria's well it's man.
3: like he's looking at all the That's
1: other cops
0: saying is he That's... doing actually doing this he's yeah exactly Am I? is this actually happening like yeah. this guy and we move into this next moment He's as surprised as you would imagine
1: a man called Hank Azaria to be. I mean, this is a guy who's called Hank Azaria through his
2: whole life. Everything is a surprise. Yeah. And who's called that? Because he's got to remember, like, every time he hears the name, he's like, what kind of oh, fucking shit, name is I- oh, That's I- me! <laughs> <laughs> I'm Hank Azaria! Yeah, yeah wow. Hank Azaria here. Sorry, yeah. took me a moment. Yeah. And
0: she's so he's like, alright, alright, what are we going to do? And then, I love Drucker. Drucker is just... Drucker is the perfect guy to... Play the, the slightly bad less cop. bad cop <laughs> yeah. that, that says no.
2: Yeah, we we'll find. He's the stern parent who doesn't want you to stay. Let the kids stay. Over yeah, at their it's friend's like house.
0: you know when you see two kids, they can play their parents off of one another. This is that great relationship where they go to the mum and mum's like Al Pacino, and they look to dad. And Draco's just like, no, I agree with her. What, she said? <laughs> what uh, she said. What she said. I I
1: don't know any situation where the mum is like Al Pacino. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's not something. I okay, you're okay. mum. Yeah. What about, what about what about a dad? <laughs> Uh, well, my dad is not like Al Pacino, if that's what you're asking.
0: No. Like. I
2: wish my mum was like Al Pacino. I do. <laughs> yeah.
0: My mum has probably said the line great ass before, I'm not going to yeah. lie. Um, yeah, so it'd be it's pretty intense. Um, but Al
1: Pacino in this film, um, you know, he's amazing. He's like some guy who just walks around and gets upset by everything mm. and he starts yelling at people for walking on the sidewalk. Um, do you think he's that manic? Is that um, how you? Oh uh, well, personal? yes and no. So yeah. I do think he's that manic, but I think he's professionally that manic. So in in sort of an interrogation esque scene like this, he yells. He's he's saying, you know, you got a great ass and all that, she's got a great ass and all that sort of stuff. Um, so he's really into it. And uh, for me, like this conjures memories of like Dog Day Afternoon, where he's sort of like yeah in a bank robbing it and he's on a different side of the law but he's still got that kind of righteous indignation yes. it's a fiery sense and I think this is also one of the reasons why Al Pacino's character works in this film and Robert De Niro's character works in this film because they're just so righteously indignantly angry and interesting
2: and they own it but as, own it we, as we mentioned with the, uh, with um, Albert Torina. Pacino only does it when he's in a position of strength. Yes. So he can do this because he goes, you're coming with us. Or yeah. you're going, you're getting arrested right now. So anything he says is a free kick. Yeah, and, so and also, and he, and also with
0: with Richard, which is Albert's brother, it's it's any time he's got a criminal informant or a crook that's in front of him, it's that I feel like it's almost like a performative aspect of his, his, yeah, there's, his, yeah. his
3: character. There's no question that he's in charge, he's in control of the situation. Now, that's the whole thing. This isn't like with Dog Day where it's almost a desperate thing. He's just almost reacting to the situation as it's building line. with Pacino in this. There's never a moment where he's like. Doubting himself, and him. he feels completely in charge of every situation he walks into. And so you've got here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Debbie from Legal has been uh, raiding the haberdashery,
0: and <laughs>
1: uh, Debbie from Legal was shoving a screwdriver up her nostril. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there are. Um...
3: Um, Sorry.
0: I've been distracted by Devin from Legal. No, what I was going to say is, even in the framing of this scene, it's like, when, if you're in Hackers' area's perspective, which we are, one hour, 18 minutes, 24 seconds, he's looking up, you've got Pacino staring him out, you've got Casals who is giving him nothing yeah. and then you've got yeah, Drucker yeah, who's like yeah. jack, you're a jack off bro this and is... you a, jag- a jagoff, and you got, jag off and you've got like a
2: very 90s little ex- insult there <laughs> and you've got the big guy over your shoulder <laughs> yeah. from the, from the oh, Las yeah, Vegas absolutely. PD as no, well yeah. so you've got nowhere to run No, I no. think
1: if the, the message is if you're sitting down and Pacino is standing up looking at you you have to be terrified but yeah, also I think if you're sit- is but if you're sitting
0: down across from him it's not uh, like it's not a barrel of laughs either because there's a lot of leaning, there's the shaking of the table, there's the well, no, there's it's no, no one's talking about a barrel of lies. laughs. No, it's no one's it. having a laugh here, Blakey.
1: No one's it's, it's not a it's not a funny scene. This is very serious. Okay. Yeah. Sure, sure, straight down the line. Straight down, it's straight down the line. Well, curves for the ass. There's yeah,
0: split. straight and then it curves. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, sure. Yeah. Much uh, like Ashley Judd herself. <laughs> and 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 here and here he goes. Yeah. Why'd I get messed up with that bitch? It's one hour, eighteen minutes, twenty-eight seconds, and we see the the jaws of life, Pacino's right. jaws open. The, I think the thing that like, now what is
3: the story with the big, where he mouths big but then says great. What is it? What? I don't know. I don't know what the story because he, obviously he's about to say it, cause he doesn't. His first mouths were bigger, but he doesn't say it and he holds it. What are, you saying,
1: what are you saying? Are you saying that they change the
2: dialogue? I'm wondering... Well, no, he that does. He goes, yeah. he goes to say yeah. big there, but he changes it to... But I think that that the question is, is whether he mean? did that deliberately or mean? not. He changes it. You can watch. You can watch. He's, he's watch. about to say so, big, and then he changes into... Like, he's actually forming big. He's about he to forms say thing big. with his mouth. Really. Yeah. Because, because she had okay, a...
1: Well, let's... No, 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 I want to see. I want to see what we're talking about. There. he got... There. He goes, exactly. Big big is in it's the like chamber and, and then he changes that. the text before he it. But line. I think that that's I don't a, I don't think that's right. I mean, how, that's how what you, he says. You can see it on his. Well, what do you mean that's
2: what he says? He's, he's about, about what? He's about to say well, Big. Because well, what? You can't say that's what he says. What no, he says he's about what to he say it. Right, folks. Yeah. We're going to have says to go to the video roll. Go to the video roll. He's about to say it. He's got Big in the chamber. Watch. Watch his lips. Playing back to New Jersey, Jaggle. Yeah, Jaggle? I just. I wanna get mixed up with that bitch. Here she got off! Great ass, yeah, nah. Big's nah, in the chamber Big is nah, like he's, nah, he's, building big. To, he's
1: building up. He's building up to great ass. Right? No, great it's, is from. You say it's, great, great, you say great
2: you say from the great team yeah, and You say yeah, big just, from the lips. That's
0: just a theory. It's like his mouth is closing to say big. Nah, <laughs> no, no, so, no, no. So, uh, as you can hear, we're back. <laughs> and and there's a bit of conjecture about whether he had big in the chamber, which I really love that phrase. He's got big in the chamber, um, um, and, and then great ass, and so. What's, I must use that. Must. What's so What's so fantastic here, though, is the sheer spontaneity and shock on of of Hank Azaria's oh. face. Eight one hour, eighteen minutes, thirty two seconds. He is stun that <laughs> well, Pacino but he was would
1: doing be this. too if El Pacino was hollering at you. Oh, absolutely about asses and, and great
0: beings and whatnot. Uh, yeah. and, and what's even weirder about this entire thing maybe is that gone. <laughs> like the good times are all. And what's even weirder about it is that is that man was like whatever wasn't working in maybe the sort of static or the standard nature of this pretty heavy exposition scene mm. is like no, the spontaneity of you know, hoo hoo, you fucking owl, like like pulling mm. his tie, doing those things, and all of this. This, well, this extra... is the big
3: risk. This is probably the biggest tonal sort of because this is such a so serious film this is probably the biggest tone shift into comedy mm. out of the whole film. It's quite a big of humorous. Yeah. I, I like it. But it holds it. it holds it it holds into, into comedy,
1: no one's laughing at this. That's no, everyone laughs as they saying. laugh. It's a good thing. Yeah, it's good. But yeah, it yeah, keeps, it's, it's consistent. Up, a, it's that's, consistent that's, within the, it's the film. It's a realistic line. Yeah. I mean, you can imagine Al Pacino saying that. I mean, that's why it resonates. That's why it resonates. Can you imagine Mrs. Hannah saying that? But Al Pacino said Yeah, yeah. That's why it resonates. It's not a funny line.
2: It's a little funny. It's funny, sure. <laughs> in yeah, a you certain, want to, in a certain sense, everything if you, is. If funny. you were, wanted to say categorize it in funny or not funny, sure, maybe then
0: well, yeah, funny. Well, maybe. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, like, well, life is funny. It is, <laughs> but that's that's a
0: serious line. This <laughs> just just it in SPA. a funny and way. Funny, and Luke, we, you're a serious man, mm. very, very <laughs> serious man. And so it's it's not only does she have a great ass, but you have your head all the way up in it. We see. Complete shock. as area shocks for about a good six or seven seconds. And he, he literally reached. stuns him to go... I, what, and, I, and then he doesn't know what to say, so Pacino vamps with, when I think of asses, yeah. a woman's ass, something comes out of me. And it's almost... And look at... Stu- <laughs> Where's Stoody's <laughs> going? What the West fuck? Where Stoody's
2: reaction <laughs> is so good. That's yeah. one of those, I get paid to do this. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm literally... Right now, I'm getting paid. Because- but, it's, yeah, but the whole thing where he delivers
3: that line, he says, you know something comes out of it. And then just pulls back and pauses and waits, wants to see that impact on okay,
0: everyone else's face. And so and so he's then it's kind serious of, again. And then it's serious because he's so he's shocked Azaria so much mm. that Azaria's willing to actually finally bend. And in yeah. this moment he's finally going, like okay, what the hell does this guy actually want? No. Oh no, no, I don't I don't want you. I don't I just want her husband and he's all fucking And around. my demand isn't even that big. All Number I them. want is Her husband a re- Her husband And your and whole,
2: and whole crew that, And you know They must be into some bad stuff Because you've got Four cops standing over you <laughs> One of them screaming at you About someone's ass Well, it's it's Not Pacino. a good position Plus he also to be, Al
1: Pacino So all he wants is an audience Okay And so this guy You mean outside An of, audience uh,
2: You mean including us Or just Hank I mean everything yeah. I mean he, that's
1: Al Pacino in the reality of the film He's talking to Hank He needs Requires an audience He commands it just as he commands the audience, uh, as in he commands us, uh, but he so doesn't he, know he, we're he, watching. Yes, <laughs> right. so he's is like the a character, character or the actor. I mean, Boy, I mean, are we breaking
3: I mean, the fourth wall here? I
1: three? think the actor knows that we're watching. <laughs> Does he? I would imagine so. The the maybe not like, like this. this is his
3: voyeurism coming through. Maybe not like this. Well,
1: no, because he never <laughs> looks.
3: <laughs> to support your argument he never yeah. looks straight down
1: the barrel yeah. of the camera well yeah. no he doesn't stare at the audience and say, uh, that's true I'm, I'm sorry yeah. I've got, I've got I, to I, but you I don't that. think that's oh, he exactly does. what we're he does. talking oh yeah. so Ooh. it's a
0: wink so no it's a. Yeah, so both De Niro and Pacino in this film stare down the barrel of look, the camera I don't that's true but it's not a fourth wall break. I don't no. think you
1: need to directly look into the audience's eye to tell them that they should be listening to a certain monologue. It doesn't hurt. Probably, it doesn't. We're hurt. probably past that hey. point in the evolution of cinema. But uh, El Patino in this scene, he's obviously commanding the scene. He's obviously quite frightening, quite terrifying. Stu, if you were there listening to him belling at you, I think you would be quaking in your boots. I'd give him everything he wants. I'd be like, <laughs> would, I'd just be start singing
2: things out. Things so, that he didn't even he didn't ask about. And when I was four I kicked a cat <laughs> and when 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 the teacher turned their back I threw some chalk at the board yeah it was me and I pointed to someone else um, where do you want me to stop I can keep going i got more
1: is that on the same day you kicked a cat about a week later same <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: it well, period it was yeah, like, a bad week it was an angry young it man that
2: that week not, <laughs> not uh, me as a whole <laughs> no, no, no of no, course no, 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 I'm, no, I'm
0: but like Pacino Stu commanded an what he is at that time uh, and an audience of his peers I love I love oh sorry Garth well, I'll well you think it. that Pacino also the whole thing is
3: it's almost like a bribe in some ways for this he's offering this the, is interested in Ashley Judd's character hmm. and of course in doing this and giving them the information all the complications with her character quietly go away so she's free in terms of yeah. Chris yeah in terms of like, the homicide and, and, and the team that are protecting but him. for him he
0: seems like a vacuous slug like he's <laughs> just the kind of person that this is too much trouble. I don't see Hank Azaria sticking around with Ashley Judd and being nice and doing the right thing by her and Dominic after this. I don't. I don't yeah, see can that you imagine there? her you're being one.
2: satisfied with him as well? Like she yeah, going, no. you're no. just no. you're you're, yeah. a, you're a distraction. No, you're a distraction yeah, yeah. that I take or leave as I want. Yeah, yeah, and she like she's as ferocious as Chris is. Yes, and in it just for them mm. and herself. So yeah, he doesn't last two seconds after Ashton no. had her fun. No. Well, one of the
1: fascinating things about this scene, anyone who's gone to a set visit and they've mm-hmm. seen a the film, you know, being shot in a mm-hmm. garth, for example, has been to many over these years. Um, anyone knows that, you know, these moments are repeated ad nauseum yep. for about eight hours. And yeah. all so takes someone, and versions, yeah. during the production of, and by someone I mean probably like 10, 20, 30 people, <laughs> yes. had Al Pacino saying... She got a great ass again and again and again and again over the course
0: of about ten hours. That is a pretty remarkable. Probably not ten weird hours, shoot. but no. What's What's <laughs> funny not. is no, that. not exaggerated. So maybe what's, what's four funny hours. is that they probably. W- totally agree with you. They had ad nauseum doing this scene, but what was no, interesting things, is yeah. that. Man picked this because this was them vamping on the scene. Yeah. This and was an Man, extension. and
1: Michael Mann is, uh, you know, notoriously and very respectably known as a person who does thorough
0: rehearsals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he really goes to town on this sort of stuff. Yes, and so and, and in this scene, he sort of trusted the vamp, trusted the improv of going, get in your face, and and I think whether you think he's got big in the chamber or whether. I think
2: big could have been there. Could have been big. Could have been, some, could, been, could
0: have been something. Could have been anything. But I, I just love when he gets in his face and chooses to do the hand action and chooses mm-hmm. to like. He almost gets down on one knee to uh, to to lower himself to that same posture to get in his face and then do the actions with the head. It's like it. it it's a complete like inha- you know in- inhabiting this crazy manic performance, and then he sort of sits back and just. I love he sort of essays. just marvels at how shocked Azaria is and how speechless he is. He almost has to vamp to allow him to recover before Hank Azaria can remember, oh, shit, I'm sitting in a scene. Yeah. I actually need to say the line. Because when you look at it, he's like, uh, 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 and he's like, when I think of asses, a woman's ass. Like, it was a, <laughs> like he just rolls something on Something comes it, out of yeah. it. Like, yeah, if that's him. That's the talent of but the Pacino as the performer. And it's very similar to the
2: Torina the scene. Like, he did the big, like... Give me what you got, mm. and then it's settled. Like, get, and then it's like literally physically shaking it all down, then letting it settle. Yes, same thing. He just he is the yeah. He asserts himself as the big dog. Bam! Now it's so a big loud bark, and then yeah. And now we'll move on back to the police work. Yeah. Like you, you know. And so very effective. I what, think. What's great?
0: What's great is he employed uh, around the office a bit more. What's <laughs> especially <laughs> with underlings? Yeah, <laughs> and what's great. And so what's great is like it's uh, one hour, eighteen minutes, uh, and 57, 58 seconds. And once he delivers that blow to to um, uh, Marciano Hank Azaria's character, he's completely compliant. Like he's he's in, he's gonna do it. And the final, like last second of this minute, is again Neil, and you've got Chris and Michael, and they have all they at this minute are all aware that the cops are on their tail. So we're now thinking that they're canvassing some other new job um, based on the fact that the the platinum heist, as we know, they walked away from it and they found out that there was cops there and they found out there was all this heat around the corner. Um, Now they're here having a look around at something and we don't know exactly what they're doing, but it sort of punctuates that scene with, we're trying to catch this crew, I want their husband and the whole effing crew, and here they are. Are we going to have them? Has he delivered them? And again, it's a great... <coughs> to jump straight
2: to these guys, it's great that we never get the it, um, the yes from Hank Azaria. You just it's just, assume it. just yeah. It's just, and the fact that we jump straight to the crew, it's just, we're not going to sit there for that small talk of like the ins and outs and how it's going to happen. It's just <coughs> boom.
0: Yeah, well, I think that Richard... So Albert, Richard, and... Um, Alan Marciano so all the people that Pacino has intimidated and, and pushed these criminal informants like to sort of manipulate them um, like Albert is most certainly bewildered when when Drucker and Hannah walk away that first time especially when he's like don't waste my motherfucking time like yeah. he's like yeah. reeling all these underlings in his chop shop are gone like mm-hmm. everyone's walking out the second scene with Richard Richard has no clue when he's probing him about Michael, this is like a no motherfucking joke, man. Like, he's going, tell me about him. And he doesn't really know how significant this guy is. He just knows, oh, he said he wasn't doing anything, so he must be doing something. And even now, you've got Marciano, which is like, he's reeling. He has no clue what's going on. Yeah. And so... That's kind of great around, you know, Vincent commanding such a performance and and sort of pushing these people like mentally intimidating them and sort of keeping them on an uneven keel so that they just sort of relent and he gets what he gets out of them and then moves on to the next thing. And there's that cool echo of like, you don't need to know that he's been compliant because man makes us think that he has been because we're looking at the crew.
2: Yeah, and straight away the police and we're back in the next (laughs) scene with them. And and with the police. All I want is husband because and, oh,
0: and this is the surveillance scene isn't it from yeah. the yeah yeah that's it so this is the moment where the cops have got these guys in their sights mm-hmm. um, we think they're canvassing something um, and we might be in for a surprise great bait and switch as they call it Luke in the game <laughs> well do
2: they call for that bait and switch is that some sort of technical, technical technical term, term. Bait and switch yeah okay you feel I'll free, feel free to use that yeah. It. Yeah. liberally Wow.
1: Well, yeah so that's what we call the bait and switch that is <laughs> and then you just wink at people okay, okay. Huh? Yeah. Bait right. and switch right
0: huh? when i think of bait and switching yeah. <laughs> um, phrase, bait, and switch. Something comes it's, out of it. It's a sort of line accompanied with a wink that could get you in jail. Then you have Pacino Scurry. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a great episode of One Heat Minute, uh, joined by the three drunken madmen, um, one of them, Extremely sober tonight. Um I've taken his place as the third drunken man. Yeah, thank man. you, yeah. Thank yeah. you for keeping yeah. things yeah. under Very control. Yeah, Stu, thank somebody. you, Debbie from Legal. <laughs> um Thank you, Stu, Koo, Stu. At Stu underscore Watches, or the third leg of the tripod, the largest and sturdiest leg of the tripod in the Cinephiles podcast. The beast of at Luke. At Luke Buckmaster, um, or Luke Buckmaster, the man, the writer from uh Guardian in Australia doing the Australian the film lady. there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, also bearded like yeah. doing the daily review and uh, flicks.com.au as well as also extraordinaire of Miller and Max, The Secret History of the Mad Max Universe, and Gar Franklin. <laughs> DarkHorizons.com or at DarkHorizons on the Twitters. I've been Blake Howard. Thank you so much for listening, gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining me for thanks another for One a Heat Minute. Pleasure. Pleasure. Can we shout out to Joe Lynch for listening to us? Joe, thanks, okay, We'll mate. see you in LA, I'll whether you. you like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, introduce him to the bait and switch, yes. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. If you want to find out any more about One Heat Minute, you just need to go to oneheatminute.com If you need to subscribe, if this is your first episode, welcome. They're not all this crazy and hard to. Track, but thank you so much for following along with us um, uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter I'm at Lake Batman if you want to mail anything to us any cool stories about heat if you happen to be Hank area and you're listening to this podcast Hank welcome thank you for listening welcome, we Hank. love to hear the story from you firsthand about how uh, sorry patina and uh, um, improvise that line in front of you so it's no, mail mail at one heat we Dot com if you want to mail us about anything uh, thank you so much to Garth Franklin for our website design Paul Davies for our music and thank you guys so much for listening as always subscribe rate and review and finally without forgetting thank you so much to Debbie from Legal in the Corner for keeping us on track